As we stood there, in the cold silence, we both heard what truly sounded like a man groaning out in pain. As you know, I have heard this same sound many times during the war. Yet, when we turned up the wicks on our lamps, there were no other human beings in the shaft, except Mr. Dunn and myself. I'll admit, I haven't been this frightened since the Battle of Shiloh. Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine. And I'm Gray. This week, we are back um, with an episode about the, the Bloody Pit bloody pit also known as the Husik tunnel yeah in western massachusetts western massachusetts close enough that we could go there we could i probably wouldn't we didn't we did not <laughs> i thought about it but so i thought about it as well but it's still like an active railway tunnel right and there's like 12 trains a day that go through this not super so safe. it's like not something that i really want to be trapped in a tunnel and have a train coming at me no and no. we'd probably need to go at night to like amp the spookiness up and then oh, yeah. we'd probably die. Nope. Yeah. I am all set without that. All set. So this is our 29th episode. Yeah. And our first episode since late July. Yeah. We took a little break. Yep. Because I had a baby. Yeah. That it's kind kinda, of a big deal. Yeah. I got married in that time. Yeah. Greg got married. It's been a lot of, a lot of life changes going on, but. Yeah. It's been insane. So now we're back. What better time than the month of October to get back into a noble. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is where Gray was just saying this is like spooky season. Oh yeah. So this is kind of, I mean, most of our topics are kind of spooky. Right. But kind of a spooky topic. Yeah. And our next episode, episode 30, yep. will be our Halloween episode. Ooh. Yeah. Released the day before Halloween. Yep. <clears throat> it's going to be awesome. So yeah, the bloody pit. So I first heard about the bloody pit on an episode of lore. Okay. I love lore. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Lore, Yeah, which is way better and more popular than us. But hey. As a TV show now. But yeah, heard about the Bloody Pit and was fascinated that this was just a thing yeah. in Massachusetts. It's such a, like an intense name for something. And then you see it's just like, it's a, it's a railway tunnel. Yeah, it's super basic. How it's scary can a railway tunnel be? Pretty scary. Turns out pretty damn scary. Yeah. It's a 4.7 mile, 7.5 mile active railroad tunnel. Yeah. In so it was Western Mass. Originally built to connect Boston with like upstate New York. Yep. So they there was tons of like freight and people who got transported people. to upstate New York via the the Husik tunnel. Yep. Um Yeah, it's just, I mean it's, it's a railway tunnel, man. Yeah. It's it goes it. through the the Husik Range, yep. an extension of Vermont's Green Mountains. And the the Berkshires, I think. Yeah. The western and western mass. It's like all this backstory is kind of boring. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it connects Florida, Massachusetts. Yeah. Which is weird. I was real confused reading about it because I just like was skimming over and I saw Florida and I was like, wait, what? Wait a second. I thought it was like a five mile tunnel. No, yeah. Florida, Massachusetts. Work, but Florida, Massachusetts, which I did not know existed until today. What a weird, what a weird place that must be to grow up. Florida. Where are you from? Like, Florida. Like the state or the, yeah, the town? The two like worst places yeah. in one. <laughs> Florida, Massachusetts. No offense to anybody. Yeah. Lives in Massachusetts. I'm sure there are or nice Florida. parts of it. Oh yeah. There's, there's uh, beautiful parts. Salem's really nice. Yeah. Salem. Marblehead's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Western Massachusetts. So I mean, um, Western Mass. The other, the other terminus of the Hoosick Tunnel is um, North Adams, Massachusetts. Yeah, 
where there's the giant contemporary art museum. True, true. Pretty nice. A world-class art museum. Yeah, not so bad. So, yeah. There's good stuff there. It's good stuff. Yeah. The pit was, began construction in 1851. Yeah. This was way back. Oh, yeah. And this was like a 24-year-long project. Yeah, like you got to remember, like digging a tunnel through like a mountain nowadays you know you just have like that boring machine that just like drills through straight yeah but like back in the day like it was this was pre-tnt when they started it i think so um because they made reference to it like you know them bringing nitroglycerin in Mm. at some point so it's like they were just digging this with like pickaxes it's intense like that's awful yeah (laughs) which kind of starts explaining why this was such a tragic thing there's just like so many people died in the construction of this tunnel yeah but like i'm surprised more people didn't die right just based on like seems like a lot but yeah yeah so this 24 years at the completion this was the world's second longest tunnel it's crazy which is like really a five mile tunnel doesn't seem that long to me but i guess it is yeah and it was the longest tunnel in north america until 1916 so that was a good 30 40 years yeah it's not Um, too shabby yeah. So during the 24 years this was being constructed, 196 people died. Jesus. Like almost 200 people. Yeah. Just to, died. Dig, just to dig a tunnel. Yeah. Leading the, yeah, the survivors of the construction were the people who dubbed it the bloody pit. Yeah. The survivors. Which, yeah. The survivors. Yeah. Like people who didn't die are the survivors. Right. Um, so yeah, many people died in explosions, most by black powder, but others by the more powerful but less stable nitroglycerin. Yeah. So Scary like, shit. I get the impression there was there was there wasn't like a ton of like mysterious or unusual like pretty like okay you're underground yeah letting off explosives that are like various levels of stable yep and like yeah there's nothing mysterious about why these people died we know exactly why they died yeah that's Unsafe not the unknown part practices. yeah they died because <laughs> they were doing something real dangerous yeah i'm sure that there was like 11 year olds like smoking cigarettes yeah breaking rocks hauling nitroglycerin <laughs> yeah. i'm 100 percent positive oh yeah this was the 1800s yeah so yeah there's two particular very notable deaths yeah or i should say notable incidents that caused deaths right um do you want to tell the the one about the three workers? Yeah. So there was these three dudes. Three dudes. Um, I don't remember their names. I have their names. Ned Brinkman, Billy Nash, and Ringo Kelly. Ringo Kelly. Yeah. Um, was Ringo the one who... Yeah, Ringo was the bad guy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so the, these three dudes, they have like some, some nitroglycerin or some TNT or something. And they're going to set a charge and then, you know, they're all going to go back to a safe distance and then let it off and then clear out the debris. So the one guy, Ringo, he's hanging back at the, I'm, I'm imagining in my head one of those like roadrunner, like T-shaped handle yep. things to like blow up the TNT. Yep. So uh, Ringo's hanging back at like the, the detonation point. And then the two other guys are going to like set the charge. And so obviously the plan is like you guys go set the charge and then you'll walk back to this like safe distance and then we'll let off the charge. Yep. You know, like you would, you wouldn't want to kill two people. Right. But. But. Ringo decided when they were setting the charge to set off the charge. Yeah. So he basically just blew these two dudes up. Blew them up. And, um. Dead in pieces. Dead in pieces. That must have been grisly. Yeah. I can't imagine. Plus you're in like a tunnel. So it's like, (sighs) 
just what does that smell like? What does that smell like? Like where where does like all that blood and guts like has oh, to go somewhere? So right. it's all just gonna go. Is Ringo like covered in blood and guts? Oh, no, but he, he, he would have had is. to have been far enough away that he right. didn't get killed by the explosion. Oh damn. It's weird. So like, yeah, so we don't know what was going through Ringo's head. Was no. it could have been an accident. Sure. Nitroglycerin, you can sneeze and let it off. So yeah. it's like it's possible it was an accident. But we don't think it was an accident. No. Well from everything I can they tell. They didn't think it was an accident. Right. So I'm not clear on how much time passes between these two events, mm. but after Ringo kills these two guys, he is eventually found dead in the tunnel mm-hmm. some weeks or months later. Yep. Um, and he has been strangled to death. Yep. And he was his body was found at roughly the same spot in the tunnel where he killed these two people weeks or months previously. Exactly. And all the workers were like, nah, dude, that was totally the spirits of those two guys that he killed. 100%. Yeah. They exacted revenge. No doubt. Yeah. From from my notes, it was like a year. A year? Okay. And apparently the other workers suspected that yeah. it was like not an accident. Ooh. And then he like quit and disappeared. And right. they were like, okay, yeah, for sure not an accident. Because like, right. why would you disappear? And then, yeah, they found him a year later. Shit. Okay. So he had been, already been gone. And like, why would he be back at the tunnel? Exactly. Yeah. He had been gone for a year. That's wild. And... Yeah, and this spot in the tunnel was apparently like two miles in, so this wasn't like right at the entrance. Oh yeah, two miles—that's like that's a that's a decent time walking. Yeah, so at the very least, like some other worker probably killed him, right? But probably the spirits, right? Yeah. Lured him in there and then strangled him. Yeah. Would have been like that that uh, scene in uh, Star Wars there where Darth Vader or whatever strangling somebody with the Force. Wow. Gray has never even seen Star Wars. Nope. And he's just referencing Star Wars It here. took every ounce of my body not to say Star Trek. Wow. So. But it would be like that. It would probably be like yeah, that. Yeah, because he's strangling him with the force, and so he's like across the room, and he's mm-hmm. like sliding up the wall because he's being strangled. Yeah, but this guy would have just been in the dark-ass tunnel by himself. Yeah. Look, Which I'm assuming at that point, it was still under construction. Right. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Because, yeah, this was 1865. Yeah. And it was like 10 years later when it was completed. So this was like wow. during the construction. That's crazy. So, yeah. So yeah. you're like in in a dark cave. Yeah. It's crazy. That's all I can think is that when you're down there, it's just like pitch black. Oh, yeah. Unless you're, you know, with people who have like, unless you have a lamp. Right. You're in the pitch black darkness. Right. That's going to factor into this next, this next story of tragedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Star Wars, you really should watch it. <laughs> Darth Vader has a very dark backstory. Look, I don't have any nostalgia for it. I if you see all the movies, you like kind, of, you really feel for Darth Vader. I am sure I would. You like don't even know who in the movie ends up being Darth Vader. You're like all I, in the dark. It's Anakin Skywalker or something. <sighs> wow. Spoiler alert. Wow. I know wow. enough. I have absorbed enough of Star Wars and Star Trek from cultural osmosis that I feel like I've seen it. Although, yeah, if you watch the first few movies, you see like how much of a dick Anakin was. Yeah. Like. Also, I no can't sense. stand all of those like scene transitions where it's like uh, a yeah. wipe and like a star and like it's just too corny. Man. There are a few of those. Yeah, they're great movies though. So I swear. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So among the deadliest of incidents, <laughs> yes. was the referred to as a central shaft incident. This is rough. It's really rough. This was October seventeenth, nineteen sixty-seven. Wow, 1867. I was going to say, it's a little late. <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> 1867. Um, so this was only two years after, well, a year after they found that dude strangled. Right. Um, there were workers digging the tunnels, a little over a thousand foot vertical exhaust shaft. So, again, shaft for all the exhaust from the trains and everything to come up. Right. Um, so I'm assuming like every, like I don't know, however many miles, mm. you'd have to like stop and then go 
up vertically to like have a vent. I would think so. To yeah. get fresh air that deep in there. Yeah. I'm assuming for the digging, but also yeah, once the the trains are operating to have a place for like all the the smoke to billow out of. Yeah. Yeah. So this was one of those shafts. A candle in the hoist building ignited some naphtha fumes and that had leaked from a lamp. And then the explosion set the hoist on fire. So this was like the hoist to get supplies and people down into the shaft. Right. Um, the hoist collapsed. So it's like raining equipment and supplies and like sharp drill bits down onto these 13 workers down at the bottom of the shaft. Jesus. And um, so there were four men near the top that escaped, but the 13 working like 500 plus feet below <laughs> were trapped by all of these like pieces of iron and shit falling on them. And the pumps were destroyed, and so the shaft begins filling with water. I always forget that that like when you're digging, like any kind of like mine or whatever, anything you have to like pump water out. Like yeah. the groundwater is going to fill that hole. Exactly. Yeah. So that just like busted. Water's filling up. Um, a worker named Thomas Mallory was lowered into the shaft. Like the next day, they lowered him down by rope, and he was so overcome by fumes. Um, and just overwhelmed, like, he was so worried about going into the shaft that he apparently made up his will before wow. he was lowered down. He was, like, certain that he was going to die. That's wild. Um, but he was just overcome, and so he was like, nope, there's nobody. And so they didn't attempt any other rescue. Mm -hmm. And several months later, when they reached the bottom of the shaft, they found that several victims had survived long enough to fashion a raft before they suffocated. So let's let's unpack that a little ah, bit, okay? So much. So you're just doing your so already life sucks. You're mine. You're a miner. Yeah, like, you're a miner your digging a tunnel. Is terrible. Yeah, like you're just like in like dark, cramped conditions, no air. You're like probably disgusting, not showering. Yeah. It sm probably smells awful down there. It's pitch black. So already like life starts like, shitty. So shitty. Then some giant explosion happens and all of a sudden all this like heavy machinery and rocks are raining down on you. Yeah. And by the grace of whoever you happen or maybe not the grace of whoever. Yeah. You are unlucky enough to survive all of this. Mm -hmm. So maybe your arm is broken. Maybe your leg is broken. Maybe you're deaf because of the explosion. Yeah. Maybe you're bloody. There's people screaming. It probably smells terrible down there. There's mm -hmm. no fresh oxygen. And it's like, I can't even fathom how pitch black it must be. Mm -hmm. And then you start to hear the trickle of water. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, you're in the complete darkness and you start filling up with water. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, okay. And yet you have the presence of mind to like, what, feel around you and feel like, okay, this feels like wood mm -hmm. and somehow build a raft right. in the pitch black yeah. when you may or may not be deaf with broken arms and... That's awful. And then that you, is a you suffocate and die. Yeah. You're just waiting. Nobody just comes on. to find you. Like you're there long enough to build a raft and you're just holding on. Like maybe if, you know, if I just last a couple more, a couple more hours, they're coming yeah. for me. They're coming. But yeah. They, they know we're down here, but no. No. Thomas Mallory fucked them. What an ass. What an ass. And it's like, you have no idea. Like, was he just so overwhelmed by the state of things down there that he just didn't even look? Right. Like, like why did he report that there was nobody he didn't? Clearly there were. You're right. Yeah. So they were just trapped. Totally trapped. to death. Sucks, man. So then over as they, you know, like they they didn't try to rescue anybody, but I get the impression that they just kind of continued digging at like the normal rate that they were doing it. Right. They had yeah. to clear Continue all working. of that. Yep. Um, and as they're clearing it out, like as the water's filling up the tunnel, people's bodies kept floating up to the surface mm -hmm. and they'd be like masticating, like yeah. as in like rotting under the water so that must have been 
horrifyingly disgusting and yeah. also smelled awful. Oh, yeah. Well, because you got to figure, like, there were 13 people down there, and it says that several victims had survived to build this raft, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. all 13. Right. So there probably were, like, on top of you being terrified mm-hmm. down there and, like, trying to survive, and, yeah, maybe in the pitch black, mm-hmm. there probably were a good number of them that died in mm-hmm. that explosion. So you're down there with you. bodies. Yeah. And yeah, who knows? And there's really no, I mean, they found these people months later, so there's mm-hmm. no telling how long right. they were alive down there for. You can go like, what, a week without water? Yeah, well, no, they had like water. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, and they had they plenty had, of water. They had human bodies there, so they potentially could have eaten some of their comrades. Ugh. Yeah. So they could have been alive for a while. Like weeks. Fuck. Ugh. I don't, yeah, I don't know how long it would take you to suffocate in there. Right. So oh, yeah. Like, that's probably no what telling. did it. Yeah. Lack of oxygen. Yeah. Interesting. Ugh. Yeah. So while this was, while like the bodies were still missing, because like they mm. basically were clearing it and so they were burying bodies as they either floated up to the surface or they found them. Um, and while this was all happening, workers in the camp and as well as I, I think people in the town that were nearby or something mm. were seeing like ghostly apparitions oh, yeah. and like hearing voices and like there was like the presence of spirits around yeah until they found the last missing miner's body mm-hmm. and buried it yep supposedly once it was given a proper burial then all of like the apparitions and stuff stopped and people stopped seeing stuff for a while yeah or like calmed down for a while at for least. a little bit yeah yeah so all these lives lost some of the workers believed that the tunnel had a curse on mm-hmm. it um there were a lot of workers that just walked off the job yep. either from believing this curse or from seeing or hearing shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were stories of unexplained lights, strange mournful sounds. Um, this was as early as 1866. So like a year after that first explosion. Yeah. So the tunnel's not even done yet. No, it's not even done. It's like years from being done. Um, so yeah, that quote that was in the cold open, mm-hmm. that was a cavalry officer who had been called to investigate um, because they were hearing these like moaning, you know, sounds of men in pain. Right. Um, so he went in to investigate and as the quote said, he said he hadn't been that scared since the battle of Shiloh. Right. One of the civil, the battles of civ- the civil war. So again, we've talked about this before where this is like a man mm-hmm. in the military. They call him a trained observer. Yeah. A trained observer who has like seen some shit, yeah. heard some shit mm-hmm. and he was terrified in this tunnel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, before all their bodies were found, there were yeah vague shapes and whales near the pit, which like, yeah. Um, yeah, saw apparitions of the lost miners carrying picks and shovels through the mist and the snow on the mountains, leaving no footprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, after they were recovered, dis- apparitions disappeared, but they kept hearing these moans. Yeah. Which you think about it like, it's kind of split between like, were these spirits all moaning or like all these people dying in these this tunnel right. like how do we know that some of these moans weren't real people like currently dying <laughs> currently <laughs> dying yeah like especially while they were still they hadn't found the bodies of all those people oh, that yeah. were in the explosion like right. how do we know that some of those moans weren't from the actual survivors right oh it's that would up. be rough yeah like people i don't know which you? is worse like they heard you like wailing in this like walled off part of the thing. You're just like yeah. starving to death slowly in the pitch black and people are like, it's a ghost. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's nope. weird, man. He There's like not dead yet. Freaky apparitions. But yeah, you can't explain the apparitions. Right. Seeing these apparitions outside of the tunnel. Clearly these men were trapped inside mm-hmm. this tunnel. So there's no way that you're seeing them out in the snow. So right. yeah. And not leaving footprints. It wasn't just like rando. Exactly. Miners walking around. Yeah. So, um, in 1874, again, this was about a year before it was completed, um, a hunter named Frank Webster vanished near the tunnel. A search party found him three days later in a state of shock. Mm-hmm. 
He said strange voices ordered him into the tunnel where ghostly figures wandered around and invisible hands took his hunting rifle and beat him with it. That's and they like said he had like like uh bruises and scrapes and stuff like he was definitely beaten. Yeah, he had been beaten and the the idea that he was like in the woods hunting and like these voices just called him over. Right. Like what that has to be like we've talked a little bit about like some of the mind control mm-hmm. with some certain yep. like beings that I can't like there's nothing no. that I would hear in like my correct state of mind mm-hmm. that would make me go into that tunnel. It reminds me of the episode we did about the men in black yeah. where they people would give them information or like let them into their home or do things against their better judgment. And yeah. they're in the moment they're thinking like why am I doing this? But right. they're still doing it. They're still like complying with whatever. Just like the black eyed children too. Right. Oh, and the black eyed children. Yeah. Where you're yeah. like you know and like you're wanting to resist but like you can't. You physically cannot. Yeah. And um it that is very well what could have happened to um, Ringo too yeah. to like lure oh, shit, him yeah. back into the tunnel. Oh, shit, I didn't Something even think about could that. have like brought him in that same way. And the the hunter Webster he just survived, right? Because they didn't have a specific beef with him. True. Yeah, he was just some dude. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. There's even as recently as 1974, there was a man who set out to walk the length of the tunnel, and he was never heard from again. Jesus. Which, when you think about it, like, the tunnel isn't that long. It's not like it's so long that you could, like... Yeah, five miles. You could walk five miles in a day. Yeah, you could eat easily. Like, you could walk five miles in, like, a couple hours. Yeah. So it's... That reminds me... um, I don't know if you've seen the movie... uh, What is it called? Damn. (laughs) Grave Encounters. It's a movie where it's supposed to be... Like, it's essentially a group of ghost hunters that are, like, um, ghost adventures. Mm -hmm. And totally like what you'd think the behind the scenes of a ghost hunter show is where like the dude is clearly just doing everything for ratings and for money. He doesn't actually believe any of that stuff. Right. And they go to just like they always do in those shows, like to an old uh, mental asylum Mm -hmm. and get locked in. Like it's, it's exactly ghost adventures. Like Like, it's clearly based on ghost adventures. Um, and they get locked in, you know, they're doing like an overnight thing and spoiler alert, but the movie ends with him, trapped in the underground tunnels of mm-hmm. this asylum Oof. so that's like what i think of when i think of being yeah. in this tunnel is oh, that yeah. you're just in like a pitch black mm-hmm. tunnel that's five miles isn't long really but when if you were trapped in there and you didn't oh, know where yeah. you were five miles is a long ass way yeah or like that movie session nine yes where he's in the tunnels underneath the again yeah. tunnels underneath the mental asylum <laughs> yeah. and then like all the lights start turning off yep coming <sighs> towards him and he's just running trying to keeping the light it's still like one of the scariest scenes in that movie oh yeah you could not pay me enough to walk a tunnel no like the Husik tunnel god no i couldn't i would not do that i mean on one hand because it's an active railway tunnel because i don't want to die by being hit by a train that right. seems like it'd be terrible yeah it'd be shitty but um but also just because like we, so say you're two and a half miles in yeah you can't turn around you have to you're, you, either way you're going two and a half miles to yeah you're going tunnel. the same distance so uh, fuck yeah that no, yeah, five miles is a decent, yeah. And that's in uh, Grave Encounters. Right. It's like he's just in there in the dark and it's like you're seeing him in night vision. Mm-hmm. And in that particular movie, that movie will like fuck you up. <laughs> you need to watch it. Like okay. I've seen that movie multiple times and it still fucks me up. Yeah. It's just when he's in the, they're in the asylum and it's like the place keeps changing on them. Oh, yeah. Like they keep going to the front door where like they remember the front door being and it's not the front door anymore or it's closed off and they just can't find where they're supposed to go. Like, again, that's the idea that I get is that you'd be in this place and you'd think like, Oh, I'll just go back. Like I only, you know, 10 minutes I got to where I was, 
I'm standing right now. I'll just turn around in 10 minutes back and then you'll just keep walking and walking. And walk, like it'll never end. Yeah. Like, and, and like once you get like, no way out. once you get far enough in the tunnel that you can't see the entrance anymore, then it's basically like every, it's like you have no, there's no landmarks. Right. It's just a straight tunnel. Yeah. It goes on what feels like forever, I bet. Yeah. So it's like you have no context. You don't know how long you've been walking, how far you've walked. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. No, I, I, in my research, I came across a blog of somebody who had gone to the tunnel and he had like a picture like right in the entrance of the tunnel. He did say that as soon as he walked into the tunnel, his camera started taking photos by itself. Oof. Though he said that his camera had done that before, but he said it was like weird timing that it was like the second he stepped in, it was like taking photos by itself. Uh, um, nope. But he had a picture from like just in the entrance and like the blog post ended with just like, that's about as far as I made it. And I was yeah. like, that seems about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> that's yeah. like about what I would say too. It's like, oh, I like took a picture in the entrance and bye. <sighs> because yeah. So the unknowable part of this topic yeah. is of course, is this tunnel haunted? Right. In my mind, there's like no way it's not. Oh yeah. I so, like... There's got, like there's there's like a few stories of people like tons of stories of people hearing disembodied voices or yeah. seeing like weird dark apparitions or even seeing um like people who are in like period like minor outfits or like work outfits or whatever yeah. and there's even a couple like friendly spirits who hmm. have like saved lives interesting so i read actually this one guy he was um he was he was in the tunnel i don't remember all of the context of it but he was like in the tunnel and he heard a voice call out his name and say like, like, like watch out or something. And like a train was coming. And so Whoa. he jumped out of the way and it saved his life. Dang. And then like a little bit later, he was using a crowbar to try, like the, the, the train had frozen to like the tracks or something. So he was using a crowbar to kind of pry it. Jesus. And then a voice yelled like his name and said like, like, like drop the crowbar or something. And he let go of it. And right when he let go of it, um, the crowbar shot away and like hit the wall because of like electricity oh shit so like a, a live wire had fallen and would have electrocuted him if he hadn't let go of it damn so he was um he believed that like something was trying to save his life there oh wow so he like made every year he made a pilgrimage to the tunnel whoa because he felt like if he didn't make a pilgrimage then something bad would happen damn. and then the one year he didn't do it his wife died no so that's terrible that's the Husik tunnel oh my god so it's like that's an interesting like that's an interesting thing like that's almost like a positive right like or like a, a helpful spirit which seems unlikely it's like, interesting because like if it was just whales like as in like screaming mm. um that could just be like a residual almost like an echo mm -hmm. but like th there's a lot of like interaction and like yeah. that is a very like involved not poltergeist but like a, a ghost that is interacting with its surroundings yeah so it's like a whole different like mindset or a whole different like concept i guess yeah well, we've, I don't know actually if we've talked about it on the podcast before. I think we probably have. But about your thought about spirits yeah. and yeah, like speaking and wailing and all that stuff being kind of that energy being trapped mm -hmm. in a place, especially, I mean, there's a reason why on ghost adventure shows, they go to places where there's historically been a lot of death right, and a lot of pain and a lot of um, like tragic death. Not mm -hmm. even just, you know, I don't think even like a regular hospital is the right type of place for that type of energy because right. that's like people dying in all kinds of circumstances, some <laughs> accidental, some peaceful, some of old age, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the reason that they go to like mental asylums, like prisons and things like that is because there's a lot of people that have been mistreated mm -hmm. and died violent deaths yeah. in these spaces. And so it's much more likely, I think that your energy is going to get trapped 
right. in that place where you died if it was like a sudden yeah. violent death versus just like I passed away in my sleep. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm sure there are still ghosts that and spirits that come from deaths like that, but I think it's more common for there to be like a high yeah. number of that in a place like this tunnel where there's 200 people dying in 25 years. Right. Like somebody who's like dying like in the pitch black with the water filling up. Yeah. Suffocating to death. Like that's a very like like your fight or flight instincts are really kicked in. So mm-hmm. you're you're expending a lot of energy yeah. in that moment trying to stay alive. Ugh. And the way I think about it is like, you know, energy is a wave much like sound is. Mm. So you can trap sound using like acoustics and like certain places have good acoustics and certain places have bad acoustics. So if you think about it in terms of like some places have good like energy acoustics and some places have bad ones, mm. the places that have the good energy acoustics sort of like trap that energy and it reverberates around in perpetuity. Yeah. Um, so a place like a tunnel where it's like, you know, solid rock all around it is a perfect candidate for somewhere that would trap that energy and there'd be no way for it to dissipate. Yeah. So I think what a lot of people are hearing are like the wails or the the screaming of people dying in their in their dying moments, yeah. expending all that energy trying to stay alive because they're tra- they're dying under tragic circumstances. Yep. Um so it's like that explains I feel like a lot of the 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 more like I don't know, like standard ghosts or like like the standard like noises or whatever. Yeah. Even like the apparitions, if you just see like an apparition of like a miner walking down the, the tunnel, like that could just be like, you know, like as they were dying, like that was what they were thinking in their head because that's what just happened. Mm-hmm. So it's almost just like replaying, like pressing play on a recording. Yeah. But then the, what's what's harder to understand is like the, the ones where it's more like an interaction or it's mm. like intelligently responding to the situation that's happening. Right. That I don't understand. No. And I think that partly feels surprising to me because again, like you would think that most of the people that died there, nobody was dying like a pleasant welcome oh God, no. death. I mean, not that any death is really welcome, but you know, like right. it's different to die 85 years old in your bed versus dying yeah. in the middle of constructing a tunnel. Right. So just the fact that all these people died like before their time Mm -hmm. and yeah, potentially in violent ways, they were exploded um, or, you know, something fell on them and they died very suddenly. Crushed to death. But, you know, maybe, I mean, I would think that like the spirits of those dudes that got blown up and even the people trapped in the tunnel Mm -hmm. would maybe be a little different than like maybe if there was somebody that was like truly an accident and just an unfortunate thing, like maybe they would, you know, maybe that depends on like what you were like in your life before you died. Right. If you like recognize like, wow, that was like truly an accident. Nobody fucked up to make me die. Nobody killed me. It'd be more like, they're just like, Oh, I don't want this to happen to somebody else. Right. So they're like there to help. But yeah, it's like what makes that spirit different. Right. Then. And is it actually like, is it intelligently responding to like external stimuli? Right. Or is it just coincidence? You know, like, is it just replaying? pressing play in a recording yeah and we're ascribing like what if because like if the person I, I don't remember what that person's name was but supposedly it was like like joe watch out mm. and what if it actually said like go watch out and he was just like hearing his name right you know like yeah what if could- somebody in the tunnel died that same way mm-hmm. and it was just like something about that moment like triggered right that to replay or something almost like there's like if there's like a th- like a threshold of energy that the echo needs in order to like become like actually like vocally play you know what i mean there's like a threshold of energy it needs maybe like if you are a living human expending energy in that same situation it puts that energy threshold above that level and then it 
essentially like plays the recording. Right. Yeah. Triggers right. the recording. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when we've talked about that before yet with in so many of these ghost hunting shows, especially when they get like the EVPs, the recordings, it's yeah. often not necessarily the spirit like responding to a question. Like they're not like, right. Hey, what's your name? And they're like, Oh, just answering every question. It's right. like a lot of times they're just saying a random, right. seemingly random name or a word or a phrase or something, mm-hmm. which same idea. Like that could just be, something that was important to them or like the last thing they said or whatever, like something that was on their mind and it's just stuck, you know, like you said, like bouncing around Yeah. and then the energy of the people in here and sometimes like the equipment that they're using, like the Mm -hmm. actual like electricity of the equipment is energy enough that it can like use that to power itself. Essentially amplify it. Yeah. So creepy. Or to play devil's advocate, it's all just pareidolia. Yeah. Our brains, recognizing patterns and things that aren't really there right it's a, it's a tunnel has weird acoustics like actual sound acoustics yeah so say someone's talking on the other end of the tunnel and True. it just reverberates in a weird way yeah could hear or, something weird you know i think there's something going on oh yeah for sure i really do think like again just the the sheer number of deaths and that's like part of the reason i don't really i mean i know there are like some cemeteries that can be haunted but like mm-hmm. if we just believed that like every place that had a lot of death in it right. was haunted then like every single cemetery would be haunted right but again i think the circumstances under which those people died yeah varying so much that and it just doesn't end up that way like nobody dies in a cemetery and then gets buried in the cemetery right so yeah. it's not like they're expending the energy of their death they're expending the energy of their death somewhere else true so that's why i find cemeteries to be peaceful because yeah. i don't think that there is a lot of like you know not a lot of people die in cemeteries no. so there there's not that energy reverberating around plus it's outdoors yeah so there's less likely there's less buildings for it to get sort of like trapped in or whatever right so that's why like the mausoleums are more creepy to me right like oh being yeah trapped in there yeah but yeah we have a cemetery nearby that like we hang out in all the time oh, yeah. not i shouldn't say hang out <laughs> we're not just like drinking in there but yeah. hey we go for walks and whatever drinking four days in the cemetery yeah i do think it's fucked up when people just hang out in cemeteries like that yeah like go Party. and drink or like have sex in a cemetery like yeah what the fuck, i don't understand but kids it is these really days peaceful. Like, I never feel weird in that cemetery. No. I don't ever feel like there's weird energy or... There was one time that, like, my camera wouldn't work. Hmm. I was trying to take a picture of a certain tombstone. Ooh. And I had a battery in the camera and it, like, I went to take the photo and, like, the camera just shut off. Like, the battery just died. And I was like, that was really weird. Hmm. And then I had a second battery with me. So I was like, okay, like, I'll just pop. Like, there's no way that'll happen twice. And it did. Ooh. I put the new battery in, which, like, there's no way Ooh. that they were both... And it wasn't even, like... If the battery's dead, you put it in the camera and the camera won't even turn on. Oh, yeah. So it was like I put the battery in, turned the camera on. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Said full battery, went to take the photo, shut right off. Oof. And I was like, somebody doesn't want me to take this photo. Yep. They Do weren't you... angry about it. They weren't like mean, but Do they were just what, like, nope. remember what tombstone it was? No. I remember like the vague area that I was in, but I don't remember the exact oh, tombstone. You should have remembered. I know. I know. I really should have that person up. up. But yeah. So that's the bloody pit. Yeah. Hoosick Tunnel, Western yeah. Massachusetts. Which again, part of me wants to go. Go to go to Florida, Massachusetts, and see what's up. Yeah, I'm surprised. I posted a picture today on Instagram mm-hmm. and posted it to Facebook. Yeah, saying like, "Here's your hint," and like a couple people actually got it. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, it looks like the Hoosick Tunnel." It's like, what? Yeah, right. Maybe you know because we live in New England, people just know exactly. But I was surprised. It was just a generic picture of like the entrance to a tunnel, right? With just yeah, the year above it. But I guess it's uh, I guess it's iconic enough that people recognized it. Apparently, literally had never heard of it until that episode. Right, me neither. But yeah, so it's crazy. Episode twenty nine. Episode twenty nine, the Husik Tunnel. Husik Tunnel. So stay tuned. 
two weeks from now. Yes. October 30th. We are getting back on a regular release schedule. Yeah. Every two weeks now. We need a little more time. Mm-hmm. Got a baby at home. Yep. Shit's crazy. Exactly. Shit's crazy. But we're, we're back in it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. So stay tuned for the Halloween episode. We still don't know the topic. Nope. So can't even give you a hint. So if you want to add us and let us know what we should do for our Halloween topic, please let us know. Yeah. We'll let us figure know. It out. ASAP. Yeah. And yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Go on to find us on Instagram at Unknowable Podcast. Yep. Find us on Facebook. Yep. Um, find us on whatever podcast service you listen to. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Give us a five star rating. Yep. Um, and yeah. check us out on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Become a patron on Patreon. Yeah. Do that. It's crazy. All right. This, ha- it. this has been Unknowable. Unknowable. Love you. <laughs>